Awesome opportunity. Uh, we got a chance to sit down with, um, you know, representatives of Congress and, and really just, um, you know, the goal was one, to express, you know, our concerns for our, our own communities and uh, this country when it comes to um, race relations, uh, relationship between uh, the community and police, as well as um, criminal justice reform and, and what and we wanted to do was learn, you know, what is it that they're doing on Capitol Hill already to um, to make some changes for that or, or better that, and what are some things that might be in development um, that are coming um, down the road that they're working on, and and also how does this new administration with with Trump affect all of the things that have been in place and that are you know we're trying to do, and then we also want to know uh, two things: how could we support? Um, what they're doing and their efforts to to better those relationships and and get advice on what we can do um, as individuals in our own communities to to really uh, make an impact um, from a legislative uh, standpoint um, and, and obviously with all the politics that go on with that. <clears throat> and so it was an opportunity for us to be heard, but also an opportunity for us to listen to what's going on, to learn some things, learn how the process works. Um, and we thought that the message was was uh, well received. We got to talk to people on all sides of the table, whether Democrat, Republican, um, the um, CBC, and, and and got a chance to hear from some reps from the Obama administration. So it was a good day. It was a full day. Obviously, a lot of information, but I thought we we left uh, feeling feeling pretty optimistic and feeling um, uh, well informed. What makes Seattle, in your mind, such a difficult place to play? I mean, the volume uh, is is obviously um, one of the the toughest things for offense to function in. Is just it's loud as hell, and then um, their defense is obviously at the top of the league, and it seems like every year. Or so when you're at home and your defense plays well, it's that's what feeds the crowd. The crowd feeds the defense, and it just gets worse as the game goes on. So. When you have a really good defense, you usually have a really good home crowd. And um, I don't think I've won there in my career. Uh, so it's, I'm looking forward to changing that this week. It's definitely a tough place to play. Um, but it's also, uh, I can imagine, <laughs> one, uh, a good place to win as well. So you guys are ranked uh, just as high as they are in most categories, higher in some as a defense. Uh, do you think the Eagles' defense should be kind of mentioned alongside Seattle. I mean, whenever people talk about the best defenses in the league, it's always Seattle. And then who else? You know, well, I think if you look at um, their defense and what they've done over the last, um, you know, few seasons, they're they've been at the top of the league for a while now. Um, and what they do is is pretty special. They have, you know, um, ton of Pro Bowl guys. Um, they've been doing it for, like I said, a long time. We are a new group, and, and this is our first year together. New coordinator, new names, new faces, um, but we're trying to earn our our place um, in this league. Uh, we think we're up right up there with the best defenses in this league, um, but that's this year. And so, depending on the context, um, you know, if if you want to talk about the body of work, I wouldn't compare us to um, the Seattle defense. I got a lot of respect for for the guys on that team and that defense. Um, but if you want to talk about this year, I, I, there's no defense in this league that I wouldn't compare us to. Um, and, and I think, you know, it's, as a competitor, uh, I don't know many people that <laughs> that wouldn't have that attitude. How much like a simplistic question, but what's it take to be there with 
you know, I don't know. I've never won there. But uh, <laughs> I think you got to compete, man. You you can't you can't make mistakes because um, they're they're a patient team. They don't try to. If you look at them offensively, they're middle of the pack in almost every category except for one, and that's turnovers. Um, which means that they're patient. They take care of the football. Um, defensively, they know they'll make a play and keep them in the game. Um, and then all that they need to do on offense is take advantage of opportunities that show up. And so sometimes you might see the offense look super slow. They don't come up with anything. Then the next game you see Russell Wilson throw for 350 and three touchdowns. It's, uh, they do, you know, whatever they need to do to win. Um, but if the game gets tight, they're completely comfortable with a zero to three type of game. Um, and so when you go there, you have to be ready for those type of games. That it's going to be grinding them out. It's going to be um, basically coming down to who makes um, the first mistake or the, <laughs> the last mistake. Um, and it's always on their side because they have the crowd, they have the momentum. So it's a tough place to, to go. You got to be patient. You got to um, come with the mentality to, for it to be a four-quarter fight that you know might be three yards in a cloud of dust. Um, but you got to get comfortable in that kind of situation. Jimmy Graham, you spent a lot of time with what distinguishes him? I mean, he's a, he's a great athlete. You know, he's he's big, he's fast, he catches the ball well. Um, you know, anywhere, his, his catch radius is probably his, his number one uh, weapon. Wherever you put it around him, he can he can go get it. Obviously, with a basketball background, he knows how to use his size and his body well to either box you out or go up and get the ball. Um, you know, he, he knows how to find open spaces in the defense, too. And I think that's probably one of his best attributes as well, is he might not run, you know, a precise route or he might not create separation with the route. But if you're in the zone or if you're in a man, he's going to find just some open space. And, and all the quarterback has to do is put the ball around him. Um, and, you know, when he's healthy, he's, he's you know, at the top of this league and when it comes to tight ends. If you look at secondary, uh, depending on Nolan's health, it's, it's Leotis and three rookies. How do you guys survive that? Uh, whoever's out there is going to have to show up and going to have to play. Um, there's no there's no way around it. We don't want to um, change our entire defense to to babysit anybody. Um, so we, we're going to, as much as we can, um, lean on them to compete and step up to the plate. Um, you know, hopefully we can have everybody healthy, but if not, you know, I think we're fully prepared to to go into this game uh, with any of the young guys that that we got. Um, you know, hopefully we can do a good job of preparing them this week, so that you know, if they do have to play, they're completely ready, completely prepared, and, and we not only we but they feel confident um, in going out there and, and, and um, performing. How frustrating or baffling is the the home road disparity for you guys? Uh, it's not. Really not that frustrating. I mean, if you look at every every game, there's no game we've been in this year where we felt like we couldn't have won. Um, they're all tight. So, you know, if we were getting blown out on the road, I, I, I've been and I've been on teams where we can win all our home home games and for whatever reason on the road, we just get destroyed. You know, that's that's frustrating. Um, but you got to understand that the margin of error in this league is very, very slim. And so, especially on the road, so one or two plays here or there that we need to figure out how to come up with, uh, or one or two plays that that we kind of inflict damage on our own selves, and, and we need to figure out how to eliminate those mistakes. 
so that we can come out of of a, of a close road game with a win. And, and and so I think we're right there. Um, obviously, we figured that out at home, and, and it's what better way to to kind of correct those uh, mistakes by you know going in one of the toughest places in this league and getting a win. Statistically, uh, you guys are ranked sixth defensively, and Seattle is ninth. Is there? I don't know. We're not playing the Seattle defense. How do you think the defense stacks up first year? This year? I mean, I, th- I think if you if you ask me about any defense in this in this league, I feel like we can compare. Um, you know, I got a lot of respect for what they do um, and what they've done over over a period of time, a period of you know a few seasons. So their body of work is obviously, um, or the sample size is a lot bigger. They've done it for a lot longer. Had a lot of success. They got a bunch of Pro Bowl players. Uh, on every level of their defense. And uh, we are a defense that's trying to earn uh, the respect of the league, trying to make a name for ourselves this year. Um, but that being said, if you if you want to talk in the context of this season, uh, there's not a defense that I wouldn't compare us to. Russell hasn't run that much this season because of some injuries he's had to his knee and ankle. But in past years, how big a threat has his ability, not just to scramble and extend plays, but also to pick up first downs with his legs. How how difficult is that for defense to deal with? Uh, I mean, so anytime you get a mobile quarterback, it changes the entire uh, uh, approach to to the game plan. You always got to account for that eleventh man. You got to account for his ability to scramble. Um, you got to account for his ability to extend plays, which puts stress on. Uh, your secondary, and so your rush has to be disciplined, but it, it can't be, you know, too reserved because you still got to get pressure. Um, you can't spy all the time because you, the receivers are good enough to get open against one-on-one coverage. Uh, so it presents a, it presents a lot of um, a lot of issues, and you know that's what makes Russell Wilson special is, is that even if you cover everybody up, you know he does a good job of. You know, stepping out of sacks, extending plays, and 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 that's where all of his big plays come is is off of those um, extended plays where he's just creating things, um, and his his ability to kind of ad lib um, is obviously one of his strong suits. On the flip side, um, is your last year with the Saints, I think you saw him put up 300 yards and touchdowns against you guys. Um, his passing. <coughs> Yeah, I mean, if you, you know, most teams, you know, if you try to make him beat you with his arm, he can do that. <laughs> he's not, you know, it's not like he can't throw the football. Um, he He's able to read defenses. He's able to get the ball in and out of his hands. Um, and he's got playmakers. You know, Doug Baldwin is, is probably um, one of the more underrated receivers out there. Um, but he does nothing but perform and produce. Um, and they got guys on the outside. Um, lock it on the inside who, you know, can break a game open at any point in time. So, you know, he's got weapons that if, if you want to turn it into a timing passing game, he can do that as well. Um, now, I think the most his most devastating attribute is probably his legs, but he's he's very comfortable in just, you know, taking a three-step drop and getting rid of it. You know, when, with you and Ronnie, do, do you kind of look at um, their safeties as kind of a measuring stick at all? Like, is that something you guys aspire to be? Yeah, I mean, I think so. If, I think if – I know for me, if you, if you ask me, you know, who's the best safety tandem uh, in the league or who's been the best over the last few seasons, I would say uh, Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor. And so with this being me and Ronnie's first year, 
um, you know, we want to be uh, in that conversation. And so when you have games like this, it's it's fun to be able to, um, you know, be on the same field and, and kind of um, not necessarily measure yourself, but, um, but, but compete. And, you know, it's, this is, this, this has been our goal, you know, all year is to be the best tandem on the field whenever we go out there. And, you know, this is a really good tandem that, that we'll see this week that our offense will have to deal with. Um, and obviously, you know, we're trying to, to make um, the same, you know, or accomplish the same things that they've already done over the last few seasons that they've been together. And it's been impressive. And like I said, I think me and Rodney are trying to start something here. You played up in Seattle um, and was there for a playoff game. Describe what it's like to play there as an opponent. And maybe, you know, you have a rookie quarterback. What, what might you have a conversation with, might you have with Carson? Um, I'm probably won't talk to Carson about it unless he asks me, but it's, it's definitely a frustrating place to play, um, especially if you're not, you know, mentally ready to just persevere from start to finish because that's really what it's going to be. Rarely do you go in there and just, you know, have a great day. You know, it's going to be a tough um, environment. It's going to be loud. You know, they're going to be dancing around. They talk trash. They have fun. If you make a mistake, it gets worse. <laughs> and it's, it's one of those things where you've got to go in with the mindset that, you know, you, you are going to hit – um, some trouble, you got to persevere through it and you got to be ready to fight regardless of what the game looks like, regardless of how successful or unsuccessful you are, um, just keep swinging away. And I think the last the yes, last year I was with the Saints, we played them twice. Um, first was on a Monday night game and they flat out destroyed us and we had no chance from start to finish. And I remember the second time going up there was the playoff game and we really went up there with no real intentions to um, worry about winning or losing. We were just going to go fight and see what happens. And I think that game ended up being a little bit closer. We competed a lot better, but, um, you know, they, they were the better team. But that's that's kind of the mentality that you have to have when you go up there. Have confidence in yourself, knowing that you can you can compete. Um, but you got to know that there's going to be some times in the game where their crowd's going to be loud, their defense is going to be flying around, they're going to make some plays. Uh, you just got to continue to block out the, the noise and, and, and stay focused on the task at hand. Keep chipping away. Keep fighting. A quick non-football question, Malcolm. I don't know if you saw the comments by Kaepernick and Mike Evans about why they didn't vote in the uh, election. I was, if you did, I was curious if you had any reaction to it. Um, I mean, I feel like everybody has their um, – I didn't see Mike's um, comments uh, Read a little bit on, on Kaepernick's, but I didn't see all of them. Um, but, you know, everybody has their right to vote or not vote. Um, but I think it's important to, especially when you talk about sending a message to uh, the generation behind us, our youth, it's important, especially when you want to um, change something, to use your your voice and your right to have input in that change. And even if it's not for... Um, a presidential candidate. Um, there's a lot of things that, that happen that you have to vote on for your state, uh, your community, and things that directly affect the people that are in the community that, that you live in. And so I think it's important. And, you know, it's, it's good to remind people as well that even if you don't like any of the candidates that are on the ballot, there's always that blank line that you can write something in. Um, 
and so it's it's important to, you know, one send a message to to the, the kids that you know you have a voice and this is how you can directly input um, what's going on around you, um, you know, because people have fought for our rights to be able to vote, and that's that's you know one of the main rights of being an American is that you have the the ability to um, weigh in on on. Uh, Whatever's going on in the country. Jordan Hex is on the way up. Thanks. Mm-hmm.